بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه من ولا أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته This is Muhammad al-Sharif and tonight or today wherever you are in the world we're going to be talking about this topic of why are my du'as not working? I made du'a and things aren't manifesting so this is what we're talking about Today, inshallah ta'ala. <clears throat> All right. I gave this analogy. Um, we had a webinar like two days ago. I gave this analogy. And it's such an amazing analogy that I'm going to start off today by sharing with sharing it with you again. <clears throat> so there's this boy who wanted to lift weights and become really strong in his upper body. So he went to a master uh, weightlifter and said to him, I want to <coughs> have big upper body. And so the master weightlifter told him, well, then you're going to have to work on your legs for eight months. And he says, no, no, you don't understand. I want like double the upper body. And then this master weightlifter says, oh, you want double? Then you're going to have to work on your legs for uh, 16 months. And he says, no, no, you don't understand. I don't want to work on legs. I want this upper body that's like. 10 times bigger than anything. And then this master weightlifter says, well, then you're going to have to work on your legs for 10 years. So this young boy didn't understand this, uh, this fit fitness hopeful didn't understand. So the, uh, the master weight trainer said to him, it's, uh, let me give you an example that'll make things clearer. And I'm sure he had a Schwarzenegger type of accent or something like that. He said, have you ever seen a man try to shoot a bazooka? from on top of a canoe, <laughs> what will happen? What will happen if this person shoots a bazooka from on top of a canoe? It'll never work because this boy will be flung into the water and stuff like that. He said, that's what I'm talking about. You want all this upper body, but your legs and your roots and your foundation is not prepared for it. Now think about that for a second there. Hmm. Does that sound interesting? So today's topic where somebody says, why are my du'as not working and, and so on? The question that I want to ask of you is, um, what have you prepared? Have you done? Have you skipped leg day? <laughs> this is the deep wisdom. You have tuned into this Facebook live so that Muhammad Sharif can ask you, have you skipped leg day you want all this upper body strength you want your dogs to work but you skipped leg day quote me on that okay so the prophet said a hadith that i keep falling back to and and i made it like a foundational hadith in my life yes yeah, somebody gave me a thumbs up if you want to give me a thumbs up if that was an awesome quote please press thumbs press likes and stuff like that um, the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, or a man came to the Prophet ﷺ trying to understand what tawakkul, placing trust in Allah, what that meant. <clears throat> so the, so he asked the Prophet ﷺ, I come to the masjid, I come with my camel, and, um, and I want to tie my camel, tie it like to a tree, tie it to something, so that it doesn't run away while I'm in the masjid praying. Um, he said, but he felt that that's not placing trust in Allah. Like he's trusting the rope. He's not trusting in Allah. So he asked the Prophet ﷺ, should I tie the camel or should I place my trust in Allah and just leave it untied, go pray and come back and it'll be there. 
i.e. taking no action, no dunya action. So the Prophet ﷺ said to him, Tie your camel, which is a dunya, you know, hope in a, in a, in the rope and stuff like that. And place your trust in Allah. So they both go together. <coughs> so if you look at, so, um, Western world and, and actually all around the world, a lot of trust is placed in tying the camel. Go to university, study this, this and that, do all this work. Um, but when things don't work out, you know, even though, you know, formulas were, um, you know, economies fall and, and things like that, even though the formulas followed the part of the equation. So Muslims will go to the other side of the equation, which is place your trust in Allah, but they haven't necessarily put in the effort behind it. They haven't necessarily. So this is somebody saying, you know what? I want to get married. I placed my trust in Allah, but nothing's happened. I want to be healthy. I've placed my trust in Allah, but nothing has happened. I want my business to do so good, and I make dua, and I place my trust. I have faith, but nothing has happened. So my question for you is this. Have you tied your camel? And place your trust in Allah. So if you place your trust in Allah, that's great. If you're making dua already, that's great and that's fantastic. But in Islam, the equation is that, so I would say Western world focuses on tying the camel. Muslim world, and, and Western world also includes Muslims, of course. Um, Muslim world focuses on placing trust in Allah, but Islam, Islam, Tie your camel and place your trust in Allah. So it's both. So it's not just trusting that something's going to happen, some some accident's going to happen, and all of a sudden every life will be great. No, we actually have to make blueprints. We have to execute. We have failures. We learn from failures. We grow, and all throughout all of that, we're making dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and <clears throat> placing our trust in Allah and tying our camel. So. Um, you may be familiar with Visionaire, which is a du'a course that I teach in, um, in Ramadan time. And I've been doing it for many years, 15 years plus, something like that. <coughs> there are some du'as in my list that for many years did not manifest. And I kept making du'a for them year after year. I was in that situation. Why are my du'as not working? Why are my du'as not working? And the secret I will tell you is that... Um, I was skipping leg day, <laughs> pretty much. I was just like, oh, make dua, something will happen, make dua, something. But I actually had no system beyond making dua. I had no tying the camel system. I just had make dua and everything will work out. But I realized that that as Muslims and, and our, our, our formula is more than just that. That we have to tie our camel and place our trust in Allah. So that led me to learning what does it mean to tie your camel? What does it mean to take action? What does it mean to develop habits? What does it mean to hold, um, be accountable and, and, um, internally? What does it mean to embrace an identity and stay away from negative identities? How does someone hit targets? How does someone measure those targets? What are the different ways to measure those targets and grow 
like that. So all of that learning came together for months and months. I studied and learned and executed and worked on it until I designed the course called Dreamwalker. Literally, the other half of the equation, if visionaire is placing your trust in Allah with dua, that Dreamwalker is tying your camel. And this is how we do it. Alhamdulillah, we actually, the first time we taught Dreamwalker was January 2019. So it's been nine months since we started. And um, Alhamdulillah, we've been going with the students for nine months. And we're here in September. And as September is a new beginning as people start off. Um, new beginning that September is a time when people are starting new school or starting uh, a new job or getting back to work and getting back into the rhythm. And the other thing is that you have about three, four months before the end of the year where you want to maximize and you don't want the year to come to an end and say, oh, I wish I had started earlier I wish I had paid attention or opened my eyes and actually followed that inshallah ta'ala and with that that is my reminder inshallah ta'ala check out the dreamwalker online course if you guys have some questions I am happy to discuss them now who's got a question I'm looking at some of the older ones and Zishan said, I love your hadith about Abu Bakr preparing his camel before it was revealed he was allowed to accompany the Prophet to Medina. Okay, I'll share with you guys um, the, uh, that thing that I said. And this is in Visionary where Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, in the story of the Hijra, I'll just make it really quick and tell you guys the point. In the story of the Hijra, when the Prophet وسلم, um, surprised Abu Bakr and told him, we will go and... Um, and travel together, do Hijra to Medina together. And Abu Bakr said, you know, can, can we go together? Prophet said, yes. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu within moments had everything ready to go because he was ready in advance. Meaning he didn't make dua to travel with the Prophet and prepare nothing. So he did literally tie his camel and prepared the food, the transport, the, um, um, uh, the route, the, the guide that would take them through the desert, the whole blueprint of what they would do, everything was ready. And on top of that, he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the example of Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. Who's got a question? Zishan says, so are you saying that we need to go in partnership with a Westerner to ensure we have the Thai camel and trust in Allah? I don't know if you're kind of joking. What I'm talking about when I say Western philosophy, I'm basically talking about, you know, the, um, the popular books, um, the popular books that are out there, the popular thinking. That's my, um, my upbringing. So that's what I'm familiar with. I know when I say, um, Western thought, there are people tuning in from all around the world, as you know. And so some people are tuning in from India. Some people are tuning in from, um, you know, uh, wherever that it, these, this, um, thinking changes. So I apologize for using that term Western, um, philosophy, but I'm just talking about the, the mainstream books where I grew up. Yeah. Thank you, Zishan, for your comments. It is appreciated. Okay. Next question is. Okay, I'm going to try and focus on the topic at hand just so I don't answer a question that takes everybody off topic and then starts getting confusing. 
This question says, Jeanette asks, when can I stop making dua? Um, I'm going to, I've heard that question before. I don't think you're fully forming, um, like the sentence. You mean, when should I stop making dua? When I'm making dua for something for a long time, it's not working out. When should I stop? Or the way you asked it, when can I stop making dua? You can stop making dua anytime you want. Right? You don't want to make dua for something, don't. But I assume that you do want to make dua for this thing. And so, and it's been a long time. Things haven't turned out. So, Janet, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Have you really tied your camel? Are you skipping leg day? Are you just working on, you know, the dua part, but you're not working on, um, the lower body, which is building your foundation, um, you know, uh, trial and error, working on things, finding people who have achieved what you're making dua for and wondering what the system, all of those things. I understand you haven't mentioned what you're making dua for. I understand that there are some things <coughs> that are out of our hands, such as an illness of a family relative. That's something out of our hands. Make dua to Allah. No problem. No problem. All you got is dua. Um, Yunus in the belly of, uh, of the whale. That's all he has is his dua. What you're talking about, I don't know what it is. It might be something like marriage or children or something like that, which it is possible to tie our camel. Now you might say, well, I did everything already. Um, but it is possible. Other people have achieved these things and you can too. Inshallah ta'ala. So I would tell you, don't stop making du'a for something that you really want, but raise the power that you bring to your du'a. Raise your time, the camel. Raise the power and the excitement that you have in making your du'a, inshallah ta'ala. In other words, raise your du'a and tie your camel in the best way you can. And Dreamwalker, inshallah ta'ala, if tying the camel is the part that you think you need help with, Dreamwalker is there for you. Hasina says... What sort of du'a would you make regarding a decision for a marriage partner? What do you mean, what sort of du'a would you make? Um, do you mean that, like, you want to get married, you know the person, and now you're making du'a for them? So um, if you're wondering, should you marry someone? Obviously, um, you're making istikhara. If you just want to get married. So a lot of times I get this question about what's the wording but more important than the wording is the strength of your heart that you bring to that du'a. So somebody might have the correct wording, if you will, if there is such a thing. They have the correct wording, but they don't have faith. They don't have trust in their heart or they're just sad and it's been a long time. So they're depressed when they're making their du'a and they're not attent uh, attentive to what they're saying. So the wording is right but the heart isn't there. Now on the opposite side, maybe somebody's language, you know, they're not the best poet and they can't make up fancy du'as, but when they make du'a, it comes from their heart. You know, subhanAllah, the, when I say du'a from the heart, what comes to my mind is the du'a of Yunus salam in the belly of the, of the whale when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَنَادَى فِي الظُّلُمَاتِ أَلَّا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ سُبْحَانَكَ that sounds like when you read that du'a, I get goosebumps even just telling you guys that, that uh, you can feel it coming from the heart. 
that he just said it from the heart. And that's when you come to your dua in that part of the equation, the place in your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you want to bring it from the heart and tie your camel. All right, Sari Berry says, I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name, so I apologize. It, I think it rhymes, but it probably doesn't. So my my bad. Did those du'as of yours manifested after... Hey, who's mad at me? Somebody got mad. Okay, there we go. Hey, did those du'as of yours manifest after you implemented the tire camel strategy? Yeah, so what happened is... I have a, a collection... You know, as as I'm doing this program, du'a program, year after year, and I have my own du'as, that a lot of them you know, year after year, we're not manifesting. Like, so it just wasn't happening. And I, and these are du'as that I would like every year, I'd be like, I'd make du'a, I'd change the word again, come the next year. And just things didn't happen for many years. And then um, this year being the year, almost, like I said, nine months, we've been implementing Dreamwalker. All of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. All these du'as are manifesting. Even some old ones, it's like coming from the archives that they are manifesting um, after I implemented the dreamwalkeronline.com tire camel strategy. Yes. Sabrina says, sometimes it happens that we even don't understand what to do as to tie your camel. Sometimes the situation is too tough. Sabrina, um, let me tell you that tying the camel has strategy and science and and um, to give you an example of tying your camel, let's take a company like Apple or Google, because I thinking if you're watching this on your phone, um, you either have an Apple phone or you either have a Google phone in order for them to deliver this phone to millions and millions and millions of people all around the world. They have to tie their camel. And they have to tie it really good because there's so much at stake. So all these businesses, there's such a huge science on how to deliver action, how to deliver action. And so that's what I went back to. It's like modern times. What is the best techniques and strategies to deliver? Deliver at like the highest level. The, the companies that have the most value, what do they do? So when you say sometimes it's under hard to understand how to tie your camel, I 100% agree with you. It is not just, oh, you know, I say tie your camel and you tie your camel. There are techniques. So let me give you an example. Um, the technique of identity. Um, identity is one thing. If somebody wants to go to the gym and be, and be, um, and be healthy, but every time they go to the gym, they identify as a lazy person or they identify as somebody who's on a temporary diet. That identity in their brain is, um, is going to eventually make them fail. Okay. But if they change their identity, so somebody, I, I was once sitting with somebody and I was asking, where are you from? And he said, Oh, I'm from France, from France. And then he said to me, I'm an athlete. And I was just amazed because this is a dreamwalker strategy is to change your identity and embrace a, a real identity. But I was so impressed with this person that he introduced himself to me as an athlete. And, and I, I was like, so what did you do? in order for you to accept and believe that identity that you introduce yourself as that. Because, and this is the um, for you, Sabrina, just one little tip from the Dreamwalker course. If you do the habits 
of the identity and you finally accept the identity and you become that person, then taking action after that will be so much easier because that is your identity. That is who you are. Okay, great question here. Dina says, Dravis Tahara is when you make a decision, but what if you don't know what decision to make? Still is Tahara. So the example there is, what if you want to, uh, I'll give you an example. I've heard that question before. What if you want to um, study at university? You know you want to study at university. You know you want to pray a staccata for it, but you don't know what what um, what course to study. So you can't even make du'a for a course. Like should you study accounting? Should you study medicine? Should you study engineering? You don't know. So what do you pray a staccata for? You know what I would um what I would recommend is that you make dua to so you don't have to pray to but you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh you find what are the characteristics of the education that you would wish so you want an education that you enjoy and perhaps um um makes you money for example you know you become wealthy because of your education so you want to enjoy it and it makes you wealthy and hopefully it benefits people at the same time so you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah um guide me to a a a a a, a subject that will ma- uh, make me happy and uh, like I'll be happy to practice it I, it will benefit people and it will make me very wealthy so that's, you're not necessarily making a staccata for that, but you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guidance to guide you to an education that gives you these qualities. Allah that's when you don't know even what to make a staccata for. All right, I want to take like one or two last questions and then, uh, and then we will be done. Nikki, where's your question? I see you saying you have a problem. Oh yeah, here we go. Nikki's saying, what du'a should I recite for my inheritance? The case is 20 years have passed, brother not giving four sisters suffering. Please help. So you're asking, what is the du'a to make? And I think I, I mentioned it earlier. I may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make, you know, make the situation easy for you um, and resolve it. It's not a question of what to say. Like the wording, you can say whatever words you want. Um, you don't have to be a poet to make um, a fancy du'a. What's more important than that is that you should, the, the du'a should come from the heart. That's the main thing. So you bring your heart to the du'a and that's, um, that's really what you're going for. I'm just looking for questions. I pinned a question, but I don't know which one I pinned. <laughs> it won't let me show. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is not working. Uh-oh. Okay, I got to unpin this. Sorry. Actually, I think we're done. <laughs> I know there's some questions that, um, um, situations, stuff like that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make, make it easy. Um, uh, the topic for today was when your du'as aren't working or not that they're not working, but somebody's been making du'a for something in my own experience and in a collection of du'as that I've made over the years, I have found that 
um, when we're always focused on half of our body, just working on the upper body, we forget about the roots and the tying the camel and, and, um, and the work that we have to put into that. And once I developed a system on how to go about this, um, developed a system that deals with my identity as I go about this dua, my accountability as I go upon this dua, the habits that I instill in my life as I go towards fulfilling these duas, the vital behaviors that I have in towards fulfilling these duas, what are my goals in fulfilling the duas, how do I <clears throat> break this dua down into different quarters, I'm going to uh, work on this, work on this, work on this, how do I measure the journey towards these duas, how do I hold myself accountable, how do I hold my brothers and sisters accountable, all of those systems, what are the mental blocks that are holding me back from coming towards my duas, um, all of those things, what are my patterns and how do I install new patterns in my life and how do I go about my DAWs, all of that is um, built into the Dreamwalker course. And if you're interested, we're going to be teaching that, inshallah ta'ala. I'm going to be teaching it very soon. It's coming up next weekend, I think. Yes, next weekend, inshallah ta'ala, Dreamwalker Online. The month now is September. It's the ninth month. That's usually the time of year where people have new beginnings, new jobs, new work, um, uh, new education. Uh, kids go back to school and focus. It's a new beginning. And at the same time, it is also, it is also three months before the end of the year. So it's something where a person says, hey, let me achieve this. Let me finish this. The goals that I set out for at the beginning of the year, I've got three months left. This is why Dreamwalker, I brought it here in the month of September. And for those of you who've taken Visionaire with me in Ramadan and in Ramadan time, you may have said now would be the perfect time to teach Dreamwalker. And we didn't teach it back then because number one, everybody's tired last nights of Ramadan. And number two, I wanted to give you time to just um, embrace your du'as and make those du'as, not focus right away on tying your camel. But for those who took Visionaire, now is the time to take physical action, tying your camel. That is the Dreamwalker course, inshallah ta'ala. And I hope to see you there. The, um, the website is dreamwalkeronline.com. This is Muhammad al-Sharif. Thank you for joining me, inshallah ta'ala. I will see you on a future Facebook Live somewhere, somehow. Inshallah. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. If you could do me a favor right at the end, if we can do a fireworks of like smiley faces and thumbs up and stuff like that, it's always nice to end off with that kind of firework display. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.